Only three teams above 500 played in Sunday's six NBA games. So some of the struggling teams finally got much needed wins. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to tell you all about it on Locked On Now. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories across the hardwood. I'm your host, Kanani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here. They're going to break everything down for you from Sunday. And Milwaukee, they got a big win on the road early against the Knicks in MSG. That's our biggest game. The biggest game. The Knicks fell to the Bucks as they came out cold in the Sunday matinee. Locked on Knicks recaps New York's continuing slide and spotlights some good performances in the loss. This is Gavin Shaw of the Locked on Knicks podcast following a 112-97 defeat at the hands of the Milwaukee Bucks. It was the New York Knicks' sixth loss in seven games and missing Alec Burks, Obi Toppin, and R.J. Barrett. This wasn't expected to be all that competitive against the dominant defending champ Bucks and destiny fulfilled itself as the Knicks came out absolutely struggled made just one of their first eight from three-point range Julius Randle in a season of lows had one of his worst games of the season for the first time in his career seven turnovers under five field goals made just couldn't get into any kind of rhythm looked extremely indecisive didn't get a lot of help from prized offseason acquisition Evan Fournier who missed his first five threes and as has been typical over this losing stretch for the Knicks Never found a way to get it going. But if you're looking for positives, there was a definitive one, and it was Quentin Grimes, the first-round pick out of Houston, scored more points in this game than he had in his entire career, 25-game-long career, with 27 points, a massive breakout for Grimes, hit seven of his first nine threes, and looked just sublime moving off the ball, right, and providing an outlet. It's, it's been a category that has been a point of criticism for a lot of guys on the Knicks, but Grimes really brought it to the table today. Derrick Rose was also fantastic, but ultimately both performances were for naught as the Bucks cruised to a victory. So until Tuesday when the Knicks have a chance to rebound against the Golden State Warriors, I'm Gavin Shaw, Locked on Knicks. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. The best performance of Sunday was a no-doubter for us. Brooklyn played without James Harden, but you don't need him when Kevin Durant drops 50 points on the Pistons, one of the NBA's best players doing what he does. And Locked On Nets tells you more about another Brooklyn win. Doug Norrie, Locked On Nets here coming at you following a 116-104 victory by the Brooklyn Nets over the Detroit Pistons. No James Harden, no problem, because the Nets have a guy named Kevin Durant. My boy KD, 51 points in this game, 41 minutes, took the full load and took over. The Nets did it on the back of a fourth quarter, just kind of stampede. They outscored the Pistons 30-13 to during that frame. It was all Kevin Durant in this thing. 51 points, 9 assists, 7 rebounds, a bunch of defensive stats as well. He's the best player in the game. I don't really know what to say. Solidified that, cemented it, uh, put a stamp on it, did everything he needed to tonight, put the full team on his back with a win over Detroit on the road. Follows a nice weekend. They beat Atlanta on Friday as well. We're going to be covering the whole kit and caboodle over on the Locked On Nets podcast. Go check it out. 
The Pistons didn't have an answer for Durant. Very few people do. That meant the 12th straight loss for Detroit. Locked on Pistons tries to find a way to stop the skid. Kevin Durant is just, he, he just isn't real. The, the Pistons lose again tonight, 116-104 to the Brooklyn Nets. I'm your host, Kuka Hill of the Locked on Pistons podcast. Kevin Durant went absolutely berserk, dropped 51 points for the Brooklyn Nets tonight. I think he assisted and scored on like more than half their points. He was just unreal tonight. The Pistons couldn't stop him. No one can really stop KD when he gets going like this. But tonight was just like a special, a special performance, man. Even, you know, room for the Pistons. You got to appreciate what you saw from KD out there. That's just his, that, that's some special stuff out there. But K Cunningham had a really good game. He had 26 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists. He once again comes up just short of 30 points. His first 30-point game in the NBA. We're waiting for him to finally get to 30 points. Who knows? Maybe it'll be next game. Now with K, uh, Jeremy Grant being out, he's going to continue to get more touches. But... You know, Cade had a good game, and Saban Lee had a really good game off the bench as well. 17 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. So hopefully we see Saban Lee moving forward a little bit more over Corey Joseph, and the Pistons will get their next chance to break their losing streak against the Chicago Bulls, who are currently employing me and the rest of my friends as their roster fill-ins because of everyone on their team dealing with COVID. So we'll see you guys then on Tuesday, and peace out, everybody. The Dallas Mavericks learned they'll be without Luka Doncic at least for a little while, but they still got a win on Sunday over the Thunder. Locked on Mavericks details everything you need to know and how Dallas got a win without their superstar. Without Luka Doncic, the Dallas Mavericks get a win over the Oklahoma City Thunder. Nick Angstead from the Locked on Mavericks podcast here. And in maybe one of the least impressive near 20-point wins <laughs> that the Mavericks have had, they beat the OKC Thunder in Oklahoma City. And they come away with a win in a game that they definitely needed. This team rises back up to 500. But uh, in a game that was not the best for the Dallas Mavericks either. The Mavs still can't hit threes. 9 of 33 from the field. That's 27% in this game. A uh, couple of bright spots in this one, though. Moses Brown, playing against his former team, came in and was on a mission from the beginning. He came in for Dwight Powell early in the game because of a, a contact lens that fell out of Dwight's head. And Moses Brown got an early block, finished the game. Moses Brown did with uh, 15 points, six boards, two blocks, altered a couple other shots. Really, really good outing for him and a guy that's trying to earn minutes for the team. Uh, Jalen Brunson also a 10-point barrage in the third quarter that really sparked this team to get this uh, double-digit win. We'll have more on the Lockdown Mavericks podcast. The Pelicans let a close one slip away on the road and ended up losing by 15 to the Spurs. Locked on Pelicans explains how New Orleans lost it late. Despite 27 points from Brandon Ingram, the Pelicans fall to the San Antonio Spurs, 112-97. I'm Jake Madison, host of Locked On Pelicans and Locked On NBA. This one was close for three quarters. With a strong game from B.I., the Pels were only down one going into the fourth. And then the wheels completely fell off. They put up only 15 points the rest of the way and lost by double digits. Six turnovers and just one assist as the Pels shot 5 of 22 in the final frame. Without Zion, this team is just in a rough spot. And on that front, Zion is out indefinitely after suffering a setback with his surgically repaired foot. I'll give you the latest insight into when Zion may return and talk about what's going on between him and the team. Does he really want to be in New Orleans in the next episode of Locked On Pelicans? Coming up, Minnesota snaps their losing skid and gets a win in Portland. You're listening to Locked On Now NBA. 
Today's edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar available. During the holiday season, we all want something chocolatey, something that tastes great, and that's why Built Bar is perfect. It's made with 100% real chocolate, but it's low in calorie, low carbs, low fat, even low sugar, but it's high in protein, so it's good for you as well as tasting good. It's perfect as a stocking stuffer. They come in a ton of different flavors, so you can check that out as well on their website. If you head over there to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. Again, remember to use that promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order. Welcome back to Locked on MBM. your host, Kainani Stevens. Let's continue to look at our games from around the league. Let's go around the league. The Timberwolves snapped a five-game losing skid on Sunday in Portland when they beat the Trailblazers. Locked on Wolves recaps a long-awaited win. Ben Beacon with Locked On Wolves here. The Minnesota Timberwolves defeated the Portland Trailblazers on Sunday night by five on the road in Portland in a game that saw the Timberwolves really struggle defensively early. But as the game wore on, the defense really improved. The Timberwolves' offense was almost perfectly balanced with Anthony Edwards having a big second quarter, Carl Anthony Towns having a big third quarter, D'Angelo Russell coming up huge down the stretch with a couple of clutch threes after the Wolves were down a couple of possessions with just a few minutes left. And the Timberwolves did enough to slow down Damian Lillard in his return from injury as Dame shot just three of 14 outside the arc and turned it over five times. The Timberwolves made enough free throws and enough defensive stops in the final couple of minutes to hold on for the five-point win. We're going to talk all about it on Locked on Wolves postgame tonight. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Wolves. Lakers fans would normally feel good about a matchup against one of the league's worst teams in Orlando, but this year for L.A. just has not been a normal one. So Locked On Lakers hosts are hopeful that this is going to start a new trend. Hey, everyone. This is Brian Kamenetsky, host of Locked On Lakers. The Lakers get a second straight win, this time against the Orlando Magic, 106-94, to the final Sunday night at Staples Center. Uh, the Lakers started slow, definitely started sloppy, but they got better as the game went along, particularly in the third quarter where they outscored Orlando 36-10. to Orlando went almost 10 minutes without scoring in that one. LeBron James led the way for the Lakers, 30 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists, had three blocks, including a couple monsters chase downs and overall continue to sort of set a tone for the Lakers who really have needed to pick up the intensity, pick up the engagement on both ends. LeBron filling the void without Anthony Davis again. The Lakers hope to be able to get him back on the road trip, which starts uh, this week in Dallas. They'll go through Dallas, Minnesota, and Chicago before returning home. So uh, a lot of work left for the Lakers to do before you can start to say they are where they want to be, but they got two big wins against terrible teams that they needed to have given how things have gone uh, and what the schedule looks like going forward, including Sunday night's win over Orlando. Much more to come on Locked on Lakers. The Magic played the Clippers close on Saturday, but ended up losing. And then the same thing happened against the Lakers on Sunday. So they were 0-2 in the L.A. portion of their road trip. Locked on Magic breaks down another loss for their team. The Orlando Magic are heading home from their West Coast road trip Winless, an 0-5 road trip out to California with a early stop in Houston. A couple games they could have won in Houston and in LA tonight in Los Angeles against the Lakers. Certainly another one that the Magic could have won, but they took the full brunt of LeBron James in this one. A 27-0 run in the third quarter. LeBron James really just frankly deciding he was going to win the game, that it was over, that this Magic team wasn't going to be able to compete anymore. Uh, really, for the first time in a while, we saw rookie Franz Wagner get sped up. And to me, that's really 
uh, the big the big difference in this game. Um, Orlando looked like they were sped up, like the Lakers were able to dictate the tempo, really get into them defensively, make them feel a- and look really uncomfortable. This wasn't about making or missing shots. This was just about being able to execute at a at a level that they were comfortable at, um, and 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 playing at their pace, which is something the Magic are decently good at, um, even if they're not able to score and execute most of the time. But that's how you get down by as much as 25 points, and that's how you lose to a team like the Lakers that know what they're doing. This was a veteran team schooling a young team. I got to give the Magic credit. Uh, this easily could have been a game where they lost by 30 or 40 points because it's the last game of a road trip. They got a flight back home waiting for them after this one. They could have easily packed it in, but they're able to get the lead down. They're able to get that deficit down to 11 uh, on a few occasions and ultimately lose by 12. Um, so... The fight's something. It's not everything, but it's something. That third quarter is going to haunt them for a long time. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single day. For more across the association and your specific NBA team, check out Locked On NBA and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.